here's something that's quite important to know uh, you cannot trust Google to tell you to, to answer basically any questions about crypto because if you search for uh, let's say Bitcoin or Ethereum or Cardano wallet people assume that the first result is something they can trust uh, you cannot assume that um, but the point is that it is extremely unusual that theft would be reversed in a cryptocurrency certainly never with Bitcoin so it's not a technological issue they just made a decision that no matter what happens to your Bitcoin we're not going to reverse it and I will say that there's estimates that as much as uh, one-fourth of Bitcoin has been lost or stolen so it's not uncommon by any means Before we get into the show, I want to share with you the Z-Stack, a powerful immunity-building vitamin pack formulated by Dr. Zelenko, the founder of the Zelenko Protocol. Many of you may have seen my interview with Dr. Zelenko explaining how the combination of quercetin and vitamin C together is a powerful zinc ionophore gun which delivers zinc, the bullet, into the cell where the virus is. Zinc blocks the virus from getting into the cell. Corsetin and vitamin C together are a safe over-the-counter alternative to hydroxychloroquine. Access to this is needed when government restricts and bans effective treatments. Also, it has been established that high normal levels of vitamin D is important for warding off sickness and staying out of the hospital. With the dangers of the COVID shot, we need a strong immune system to keep from getting sick. The danger is getting sick. That's when the effects of the bioweapon shot takes over. The Z-Stack will provide you with a defensive weapon to fight a potential virus. You can see the studies and also buy yours today at the link below or at sarahwestall.com under shop. I also highly recommend C60 gel caps, daily zeolite detox, and my probiotic greens to maintain a healthy body, all of which you can get at my shop at sarahwestall.com under shop. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a great guest on today. His name is David Vexler, and he has advised thousands of people on lost cryptocurrency wallets. He's done workshops with people on trading and accepting Bitcoin and other cryptos for e-commerce and how to safely store your crypto assets. Um, he's worked with people and organizations, and he's worked with smart contracts. But he really has helped a lot of people deal with wallets that you lose or if you forgot your part of your password or, I mean, just problems that you can have with cryptos. So I wanted to bring him on to go over some of those basics, but I have some great information to share for you. Michelle White Dub just came out with her annual report and she has analyzed almost 800 coins. And I got to tell you, she separates them into purple, green, yellow, and red. And she has beat out everyone in this space. And I, I got, I got to tell you, I only listen to Michelle White Dove. When she says what she says, I listen to her. You know, David, who we talked to today says, don't listen to anybody. They don't have a clue. You know, nobody knows, but I got the one person. I agree with him. 99%. <laughs> the 1% is I think Michelle White Dove has a good feeling on what's going on because, well, she's a psychic. So if you don't like the idea of taking information from a psychic, I, I understand. But she is she's full of love and doing things for the right reasons. And she says that spirit is sharing this because they want to help 
people and regular people get ahead in this new economy that's coming because they're tired. They want the good people to have funds and to have resources and to change this dynamic. And crypto is a big part of that. But she has these these ways that she analyzes them, purple, um, green, yellow, and red. And the purple, her purple coins have been performing at, since March 15, 2020, they have performed at 3,812% and higher than all other colors that she analyzed. The green is still really high at 3,377% and the, and the yellow is at 3,166%, but the reds, which is almost a third of the coins that she's analyzed, uh, did absolutely horrible. Like you lost money, that kind of horrible. And she only analyzed, you know, about 800, which is still a lot, but there's over 3,000 coins out there. And most of those coins that she didn't analyze are red coins because any coin that people have tipped her off that they think are going to be good or whatever she she has analyzed. So she really helps you figure out what coins that you can count on and what ones to stay away from. And so if there's any service out there that she provides, it's what red coins to stay away from. She even analyzed or came up with the fact that Dogecoin was going to be a big one in the future. And she goes, I know it sounds stupid, but she had it as a purple. And of course, and she had it as a purple before they did anything. It was down at almost, you know, very, very small before it had any of their run up. And she's done that on a month, a bunch of coins. So I just highly consider going to her and checking her out and looking, you'll, you'll make way more, her annual report is like $99. You will make way more money than what she charges on this report. And plus you can become a patron and you get access to all that. And I think it's like 15 or $20 a month and you get access that way. So you can either get her annual report or access her. And I got to tell you, I make nothing from for referring people the only benefit i get is that she lets me share some of her information with you and that's that's all i get from it and i to me that's a service to everyone so i that's what i do and i love her i met her i've interviewed her a couple times and i have really good energy about her and so she's just amazing and you can find more information at michellewhitedove.com but let me tell you some stuff that she has in this report She's saying that there will be eventually be a total system failure, which we all know the great reset or whatever, but this she's saying that the whole system is going to eventually fail. And we all know that we've been talking about this collapse, but she says that it's still a few years out and along the way, there's going to be things that will collapse along the way, but you still have a few years. You'll certain things will be collapsing along the way. So you'll find that and hopefully we'll have a, a good idea at, before it really fully collapsed. But she says she'll have a better idea as she gets closer because she doesn't know within like 18 months or 24 months when the exact timing is. And as it gets closer, she'll know. But it's still a couple years out, so that's good to know that that we have that. But um, she also says to keep your money out of the banks. Uh, other than what you need for bills and your basic needs, don't do more than that. And I think that coincides with the, the intel I got that from a, a banking exec that where by January 1st, the banks need to be ready to shut down. The federal government is mandating that banks need to be ready by January 1st at threat of them shutting their bank down. 
to, they need to be ready to shut your accounts, all customers accounts down in 30 minutes. So like if the feds call and say, okay, Wells Fargo, you need to shut down your bank within 30 minutes. They need to be able to do that with all their customer accounts, even, even all the banks that they've purchased along the way. So I believe she's pointing to that being part of it, but you also don't want to be caught in a bank if there's a total system failure or if there's smaller failures along the way, you don't want to have your money in the bank. But this is another reason why you want to look into silver. And she talks about silver as well in her reports because silver is going to go up in value. We're hearing that silver is going to close closer to gold. And she says that too. And you can read that in a report. That's why I feel really good to recommend Andy at milesfranklin.com because he will give you the best, best prices in the country. Because what do you do with your money? If you can't put it in the bank, you're afraid to put it in the market because we don't have any idea what's going to go on there. That's why I've been buying silver for over 10 years. But I got to tell you, with the Weeman Republic and my research on that and what happened during that time, the people who had their money in stocks actually did okay if they had it in stocks of companies that fared well after that economic or currency collapse and after World War II, there were bank or there were some businesses that uh, are a lot of businesses that stayed in business and recovered. If you happen to have your money in one of those stocks and those, you will probably be okay. But with this weird reset, with this mRNA jab, with all the stuff that's going on, what companies are going to make it through this system-wide collapse. I don't know. That's why I think silver is a better bet. Cryptos are a better bet. I just, but know that, that that's what happened because you're not, when you have stocks, you're not, it's not money. It's you owe the as you own the asset, you own part of that company. And so if that company withstands any kind of reset or any kind of economic turmoil, you will still have that value in those stocks and it'll come out the other side. So that's something to think about with with stocks and whether that's an option for you or not. I, I'm scared of being in the market, but it is something that you can think about. Okay, before we get into this interview, I want to tell, remind you to sign up for my newsletter. That is the best way to stay in contact with me. So go to sarahwestall.com, subscribe to my newsletter, and don't forget, do that right now if you can. And then uh, also remember to look into the Superfoods certificate that you can get at godsharvest.co. You can save at least $100 on monthly supply of Superfoods. And that will seriously transform you and you really will be healthier. I'm telling you, if you have not, not done something like this before, where you really eat good food for a whole period of time, it really transforms you. And I know firsthand when I did that with my chiropractor about 10 years ago, 12 years ago now, I did that a couple of times and it, it made my, my system was shut down. And then it started working again. And so I'm just, I just know the value of eating good foods and getting your system on track. So hopefully you can take advantage of that as well. Okay, so let's get into my conversation with David Vexler. Hi, David. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Sarah. Pleasure to be here. Well, I am glad you're here because it is time for me to do a show on cryptos. I've done these in the past. I've had Cliff Eye on and I interviewed Michelle White Dove a couple times, but there are so many people that want to get involved in cryptos 
because they're frankly, a lot of people have made millions of dollars, mm -hmm. but they're really nervous because there's horror stories all over the place. But you have saved so many people from the worst. I, re I read a review, which I think is kind of funny, where somebody had over $600,000 worth of Deutsche coin and couldn't remember their password, was even thinking of going to a hypnosis <laughs> person and seeing if they could remember what their password was. Um, so how do you help people in situations where they don't have their password or something like that? I do have a Bitcoin password meditation script. So that has, that is a thing that I've done. Um, sometimes it helps. Um, but usually what I have to do is if usually you have some idea of what your password could be. So you might have used some special characters, but you forgot exactly what they are or you have a list of ideas. And so but I, let's say you have 10 possible ideas. So I can take those 10 ideas and I basically expand them to millions or sometimes billions of possibilities. And I just brute force them all. That's what's called. I run them all through my tool and tries every single possible password. And hopefully one of them is correct. So you pretty much are a, an ethical hacker, if you will, when it comes to that. But you have horror stories of people and things that they've run into. Um, overall, investing in crypto is a, is a good idea right now um, if you have good sources of information, but it comes with a lot of risk, doesn't it? And so what would you say are the biggest issues that people need to pay attention to? So I will say that we are very early to the crypto game. And one day it'll be foolproof and there'll be no ways you can mess it up. It'll be as easy as your credit card. Um, but the cost of being an early adopter is that the technology is bleeding edge. There's a reason they call it that. And so there's many ways you can mess up. And one of the most common ways, as you pointed out, is people just forget their password. But sometimes people just delete their entire wallet. What happens very often is your wallet is an app on your phone and you delete that app and you don't have any backup and just there's nothing I can do. Oh, so if they delete their wallet and you don't have a backup, but they don't have a backup, there's no way they could get their cryptos back? Because I need something to work with. I cannot make your Bitcoin appear out of thin air. So you have to have some kind of backup I can use. Maybe it's corrupt. Maybe you forgot the password, but I need something. I can't just, this is, people expect that I can somehow magically make their Bitcoin the last Bitcoin appear, I need something to work with. So make sure, first thing, before you ever take any money in Bitcoin, make sure you backed up your wallet. And any coin, right? I mean, it's any crypto. Yeah, I say Bitcoin, but I mean any crypto, yes. Yeah, and how, how much safer are your wallets in a cold storage, meaning that you save it offline, not attached to the internet versus on the internet? So instead of calling it cold versus hot storage, I prefer to call it hard versus soft wallet. So this is a hardware wallet. It's a physical device. And right now it's unplugged. There's no power to it. It's, it's in cold storage. And there's no way somebody can break into it. And it's a very simple device. So you can't put viruses on there. You, you can't put a keylogger on it. Keylogger is something that could be on your computer that's uh, basically copying all your keystrokes and passwords. Um, that's a common way people lose crypto. So having this on a separate device that can get infected makes it much safer than having it on your phone, your computer. So this what is brand in is that? So this is a Trezor. 
a treasury. Do you like that brand the best? Yeah. So I have, you know, I have all of them. I have, this is a keep key device. This is a treasure. I have a ledger right here. Um, I think treasure has a slight edge, but I think you're good. If you go with any of the top devices, uh, treasure ledger, keep key, um, they're, they're different pricing, but that's my preference. Okay. That makes sense. What, what are, uh, ways that you can save people from the disaster because you know you save somebody over 600 grand i mean you've saved millions for people and that's what you do you help mm -hmm. people recover their lost cryptos what are some of the things that you can help people with because i know there's a lot of people out there just really kicking themselves but maybe you can help them so there's a few categories i work with number one as i mentioned is the lost password so you, if you have no idea what password is, my policy is not to help you because I don't know if it's stolen. So you must have some idea what the password is. My assumption is if you know, if you have some idea, it's probably your wallet. Um, so if you have some idea of the password, I can usually fill in up to eight missing characters. Or for example, you have the words, you don't know the order. A lot of those situations where you have some idea, I can usually fill in the blanks. That's one category. Another category is you have the seed words, those uh, the mnemonic recovery phase, those 12 or 24 recovery words, but there's something wrong with them. So maybe one word is uh, is missing or misspelled, or they're out of order. I can um, I can correct up to three missing words. I can correct any mistake in the order of the words. Um, those kinds of issues. So if you have some of the seed but not all of it, I can fill in the blanks. Um, another category is, let's say, well, so this is the actual thing that happened recently. Um, so I have here two hardware wallets. This is actually the ones involved. And one of them had a broken screen and the owner lost their seed. So I took out the motherboard from, from, from the broken device and I put it into a new good working one. And now I got his Bitcoin back. Oh gosh, he must've been, how much was it? Well, uh, it was, it was a lot. Let's say it was over $50,000. Okay. So the, when, when you're losing 50 grand or in the case of the, the review I read where it was 600 grand, yes. um, it gets pretty serious. So have you run into any situations where people have a wallet, but it was fraudulent? Like they created a wallet on some other, it, it was, it was a scam. Here's something that's quite important to know. Uh, you cannot trust Google to tell you to, to answer basically any questions about crypto, because if you search for, uh, let's say, Bitcoin or Ethereum or Cardano wallet, people assume that the first result is something they can trust. Uh, you cannot assume that, especially if it's an ad. Anybody can create a Google ad for anything. So if you want to steal some Bitcoin, let's say, you create an ad saying safe, trusted, verified, legitimate Bitcoin wallet. Uh, install it now. So nobody will stop you from getting that ad. And all that fake wallet does is take your Bitcoin and disappear. Very common. And I can't help you because it's not a wallet. It's just somebody's address. There's no way to reverse the transaction. That's how all cryptos work. Well, is so, it their wallet, but you can't prove that a lot of times it's a wallet, but it's theirs and it's not, you don't have a seed. You don't have any way of getting to it. Exactly. It's not, it's not a wallet. It's just somebody's Bitcoin address. And the fake wallet app just pretends that um, you're putting Bitcoin in your wallet, but it's actually somebody else's. That's a very common scam. And again, 
anything you see on Google, you really can't trust. You have to look at some credible sites. Um, it's tough because I can't give you a universal recommendation. But for example, there's credible organizations like Coinbase, the major exchanges, Gemini. I, I trust their recommendation that they make their own wallets, um, the, 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 the app wallets for your phone. You can trust those, but don't trust anything you see on Google. Well, do you think that eventually you'll be able to get, I mean, th- those kind of scams, if somebody tries that, there'll be, there'll be methods to being able to get your money back or get your cryptos back? Or do you, because it's bleeding edge, there isn't a way now? The reason you cannot get it back, it's, it's a philosophical point. It's not a technological thing. So the philosophy of Bitcoin is that transactions are irreversible. That's like a ideological principle. And so I don't think it will ever be changed. So if you look at the, at the example in Ethereum, there was one case where $180 million in Ethereum was basically stolen because of a bug in a smart contract. And the Ethereum Foundation reversed that one case of theft because of such a large amount. Um, so what had to happen for that to be reversed is the actual um, organization behind Ethereum made a one-time decision and it caused a huge stink. People were saying that Ethereum must betray the principle and so on and so on. Um, but the point is that it is extremely unusual that theft would be reversed in a cryptocurrency, certainly never with Bitcoin. So it's not a technological issue. They just made a decision that no matter what happens to your Bitcoin, we're not going to reverse it. Well, I suppose all the little people that lost even a million dollars with Ethereum was probably mad that somebody that had 180 million gets theirs back. But what about mine? Yeah, again, it's a philosophical issue. I can't really debate because that, that's that's how they built their money. So in this case, it was a DAO, um, autonomous organization, smart contract, where those 180 million were spread out over many stakeholders. And it was only because of such large amount, it would have really affected the reputation of Ethereum if they didn't reverse it. But even then, you had a fork cough currency called Ethereum Classic, where many people disagreed with the reversal. And so they just started their own chain. Wow. But with Bitcoin, I don't think that would ever happen. Just no matter if, even if billions are stolen, they're not going to reverse it. That's too bad because if somebody, if there should be some way, this is my opinion, some way Mm -hmm. to deal with incredible evil. So if somebody was forced with a gun to their head to do something, and you, they ended up doing it. And then that ended up destroying a lot of lives or taking all the money mm-hmm. from some, you know, something massive. And it happened with a gun to their head for that not to be rectified is, is a problem too. So the people behind EOS, the cryptocurrency called EOS agree with you. And so that's the one exception where the, uh, the founders decided there should be some way to reverse theft. And so they built that into the technology. So the one exception is this coin. If you have EOS and you have a police report, um, I don't know the exact requirements. Basically, you can request that the ownership be uh, reversed. And, and that is the, the one token that allows that. But everyone else uh, is just the obligation of the, um, of the owner to keep their Bitcoin safe. And I will say that there's estimates that as much as uh, one-fourth of Bitcoin has been lost or stolen. So it's not uncommon by any means. But what about the case? I'm going to go back to my case. What happens if it happens under duress, you know, where somebody has a gun to their head, otherwise they're going to kill your three kids. 
you know, I mean, those kinds of scenarios and it's not just your money. It's the money for this whole foundation that saves cancer patients yes. lives or something. You know I mean? It's, it can get really serious. So this is not theoretical, by the way, this, this is the thing that happens on a regular basis. You hear stories about it. People, uh, uh, find out somebody has Bitcoin that they break in with a gun and you know, no matter how secure it is, somebody comes at you with a gun, you're going to do whatever they say. So this, this is a thing that happens. And so there is two things I strongly recommend. Number one, never tell anybody how much Bitcoin you have. Even if you have $1,000, maybe in 10 years, it's worth a million. So never tell anybody how much Bitcoin you have. Very important. Um, number two, if you are holding someone else's Bitcoin, Make sure that you're not the only one, uh, you don't have full control over it. So for example, uh, if, you're, if you're watching this, here I have uh, three uh, hardware wallets. So let's say you have three people that are uh, running a foundation. So what you do is require that two out of three authorize any transaction. And that makes it much more secure. Now you have to hold up two of them. Say, you, know, you have to have at least two of them in the same place. And you can make it so that it's, five out or 10 or something. But the point is, it's called multi-signature. And if you are holding someone else's money, uh, I think you're ethically obligated to have a multi-signature uh, set up in place using multiple, you know, at least three hardware wallets. And that's how you prevent either um, violent or, or accidental um, um, loss of funds. Oh, that makes sense. That, that would make a lot of sense. And even if you and your spouse have a significant amount, I mean, you can pay off your mortgage or something. It would make sense to do that with that as well. So you can do two out of three uh, or, do, or do two out of two where you have to have both of them. Like in a nuclear uh, silo, you have to have two keys and they both turn to authorize the transaction. Same idea. You have to uh, have both devices agree. And uh, that's one way to keep it safer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about is the, the red button for the nuclear war. There can't yep. just be one button that some anybody can just go push. Okay, the other thing that you, that I really found fascinating is that a lot of people are staking um, cryptos because you can make 20% more or whatever. But you were telling me that there's other ways to, where you can be making 70% on your money and or more. And can you explain why staking might not be the best way to make money? And there's other ways to make money on your cryptos that might be more profitable for you. Yes. So staking is basically a scam. And let me explain why. Let's say you have a coin worth hundred dollars and every year you give everybody that owns that coin 20%. So every year you have 20% more, but there's also 20% more supply. So what's the net increase in value? It's zero. But if you're not Makes doing sense. it, then you have a loss. So you if you, so everybody is motivated to do it. Yeah, everybody yeah. that owns it is motivated to do it. But you're not going to be losing 20%. Uh, most people will not want to do that. Right? So it's it's a scam. And uh, I mean, maybe there's legitimate reasons to, to, to have a proof of stake. Right. If you don't do it, then you will lose value. You have to do it to keep your value at zero. So let's say you have Cardano and I forget what exactly it is. It's about 5%. So if you have Cardano, if you're not staking, you're losing 5% every year. Yeah. Okay. But there's better ways, right? To make money off your cryptos. Now, what are those? Yeah. So, so, so don't stake because you're, you're just breaking even at best. 
So uh, let's think about, um, um, you should think about business models in crypto. And one very common one is lending. So let's say you have a lot of Bitcoin and you want need money, you need cash, but you don't want to sell your Bitcoin. So you take out a loan in dollars and you put your Bitcoin up as collateral. And the people that put their money up uh, uh, in a savings account for you to take out, they get paid interest. So that's called crypto lending. And it pays interest. And right now, there's many different platforms, but let's say they pay around 9% APR per year. Much better than your bank, which is zero, and uh, better than the stock market, which averages 7%. So that, that's a pretty good deal, I would say. There's a few companies doing it, um, a few that I would trust. The ones that would trust are Celsius Network, BlockFi, um, and um, Voyager Digital. And they all pay around the same APR. So this is for stable coins like USDC or Tether. They pay less for Bitcoin. It could be 5 6%. But I think it's uh, safe, fairly safe. And um, yeah, the coins don't have inflation. Well, what about farming? You were talking about farming. What is farming? Because farming is something where you can really make great money. Yes. So whereas staking, uh, I'm sorry, um, the, the lending is pretty safe. Farming is extremely risky. So there's no free lunch. High rewards come with high risk. So keep that in mind. Anytime somebody promises high rewards, you're going to have high risk. So for farming is involved in uh, decentralized finance or DeFi. So let's say people want to exchange their uh, Ethereum tokens, um, their uh, whatever two, two tokens they have on the exchange them. They need a decentralized exchange or DEX to do it. So somebody has to create that exchange and provide liquidity, and they get paid for providing that liquidity. So if you want to exchange your two crypto kitties um, on a decentralized exchange, somebody has to create a liquidity pool, and the people that provide the funds to the liquidity pool they get paid a small percentage of each transaction. So, so, so that is called uh, yield farming or liquidity mine, mining. So, so that pool, um, everybody that invests in it gets paid a percentage of every transaction. So that's, uh, so for example, um, I, something I use is called um, PancakeSwap. Um, their native token is called Cake. So the AutoCake pool pays 72% uh, APR per year. Right, very high. You basically double your money every year. So the, that's what that is. You were saying there's no there's risk with that. So what's the likelihood you're going to lose your money by doing that? It's extremely high risk, and the risks are difficult to quantify. So let's talk about some of the risks. Risk number one is the operators of the exchange just run off all your money. Now, in theory, they should not be able to do that because it's all smart contracts. It's, it's not in their account. It's all in the public contract. But maybe there's an exploit. Or maybe there's some bug in the smart contract. And this is the thing that actually happens on a regular basis. Um, has not happened to PancakeSwap yet, but many uh, DEXs, decentralized exchanges have been hacked. Uh, somebody basically finds a bug and drains the pool of all the money. So that's one risk. Um, another risk is that the cake token itself falls in value. Because the thing with all these DeFi liquidity pools is that you only get paid in the native token. So for PancakeSwap, uh, it's, it's the cake token. Uh, so each one has their own native token and that's what you get paid in. And that is a very volatile token, much more volatile than Bitcoin. So it's, even though you earn 72%, it could fall in value. 
Uh, the reason that it's growing right now so high is because the popularity of the exchange is increasing so fast. If the popularity stops increasing, your API will drop. Um, not, so again, it could be hacked. Um, the token is very uh, volatile and it, the retire returns depend entirely on continued growth and the popularity of the exchange because people want more of that cake token. So do you recommend it then? So it's also quite technical. Um, so for most people, um, if your goal is to invest in the future of finance and the future of money, I think Bitcoin is enough. It's, it's easy to buy. It's easy to hold. There's no games with staking and, and liquidity pools. You just buy it and hold it. You don't have to trade it. For most people, just do that because just by holding Bitcoin, you're already taking a, a bet, a gamble on the future of money. It's already risky just by itself. And Bitcoin's APR over the last 12 years, since it was invented, has been 200%, right? That, that's phenomenal. Find me any other asset that doubles uh, in value every year. It's in history, there's, I can't think of any other asset that has performed sure. for, for 12 straight years like that. So just, you know, uh, don't go to W money every week. Maybe doubling it every year is good enough. Well, they say Bitcoin Cash is going to do better long-term than Bitcoin. Do you think that? No, uh, because um, it's a copycat. And there's, at this point, dozens of copycats. And uh, Bitcoin is worth 60000 Bitcoin Cash is worth 600 And it was worth 600 uh, four years ago. So it, you're taking a huge gamble. I, I would not take that gamble. Okay. So again, uh, if you want to be simple, hold Bitcoin. If you really want to be advanced, like if you want to think about in steps, step number two is the crypto lending. Then you hold Bitcoin and you earn APR on it. If you really want to be risky, uh, you know, use, go into these DeFi exchanges, invest in a liquidity pool. Just keep in mind, that's extremely high risk. You might lose all your, all your money. Okay, so uh, even though you can make up to 72%, it's really risky. Okay, and then yes. uh, what do you think of like Dogecoin and um, some of these other ones that are just doing crazy good? It's, it's uh, well, first I would say, don't trust me, don't trust anybody that claims to know the future. So the stock market has a track record, record of 120 years or more, more than that. So you can say, but the stock market that you'll all, you'll earn 7% return on average. We have, there's no track record for Dogecoin. So um, what I can say is that Bitcoin is the original. It's still the most valuable coin, as you know. There's tens of thousands of copycats. If you want to invest in one of them, it's mostly a Ponzi scheme. You're hoping that you can make some money and sell before it collapses. Because fundamentally, do I see Dogecoin as replacing the dollar? No, of course not. Nobody really believes that. People think that they can time it to make some money and sell before it crashes. So basically, if you want to gamble, you want to go into the gambling, the more risky um, coins, there's a whole plethora of them. But if yes. you want to use it as more of a safe kind of long-term investment, then you're saying go into Bitcoin or some of these other really these more stable type situations where Bitcoin, do you think Ethereum might be that too? So if you want to have a simple strategy, uh, look at the market cap, right? So market cap is the total uh, worth of each coin. So if you go to coin market cap, 
it will show you the relative dominance of each coin. So for example, Bitcoin is the most popular one, Ethereum is number two. So you can hold coins relative to the market cap. That's much safer. So one a point of confusion that people have is that they think that just because something is priced low, it's cheap. So just, just because each dollar, each Dogecoin is worth a tenth of a cent, they think it's cheap. Uh, no, because go to coin market cap, look at the supply. Yeah, that's exactly right. The supply right. of Dogecoin is like 100 billion. There will only ever be 18 million Bitcoin, but there's 100 billion Dogecoin. So big mistake people make is they think just because it's cheap, it's going to go up. No, because look at the total number of coins that exist. Yep. So if you want to be really simple, just buy Bitcoin. If you want to be more advanced, go to coin market cap, buy in proportion to the percentage of the market that coin captures. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Now, how if people are in a situation where they're, they've just hosed themselves over, how do they get hold of you and perhaps you can save them? Um, so I run a website. It's called walletrecovery.info. And you can give, give me a message and basically I'll find out if I can help you or not. If you've been scammed, I can tell you I cannot help you. There's no way. But if you have any kind of technical problem, forgot the password, I can probably help you. Walletrecovery.info. And I'm doing a new Go ahead. A, a, yeah, a new thing now called teaching people like I am right now. How do you do all these things? thebitcoinconsultancy.com. So we can set up for, for an hour. I will teach you all the tricks of how to be safe in this space. Yeah, and that's what people need is how to be safe if you're going to be moving into this space. And what do you do with people who really want to get into more coins and not just, you know, they're a little bit more adventurous because I have a lot of people who listen to this, to my channel who would be more adventurous. They probably hold 15 different types of cryptos. Will you work with them too on how to do lending and how to do, you know, because yes. that's what you are. You, you, you are adventurous. I am very high risk. I mean, I quit my job to do this full time, um, teach people how to use Bitcoin and other cryptos. So yes, if, if you are committed to if taking the risk, you want to do liquidity farming, you want to do crypto lending, you want to do staking, I will show you how to do it. Uh, but at first I will tell you what the risks are because you have to be careful. But now the staking, it almost seems like more risk because you like with um, Cardano, you will lose five percent if you don't stake. If you stake, you'll stay even. So yes. in those cases, you really kind of want to stake, right? I mean, either that or do something else. I mean, you need to. You don't want to lose five percent every year. Yes, you pretty much have to stake if you don't lose money. Now that's not to say that you should never buy Cardano because maybe you believe that Cardano as a coin will be successful and uh, it'll beat Ethereum. And you should own some. And if you do, you should definitely stake. Yes. Okay. That sounds really great. Now, how do people get hold of you? Yes. So uh, walletrecovery.info. Uh, that's the website. If you run into trouble, if you want uh, me to teach you how to do all this stuff, thebitcoinconsultancy.com. And there's a contact form on those websites. Yes. Okay. Excellent. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate this. And, uh, you have an amazing day and go help people save their, their future. Sarah, it's been fun and stay safe out there. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye.